0: Hello and welcome to a new series of You from the Sideline podcast. Coming up this week we take a look at the summer transfers, the England squad and how our teams are faring up so far in the league. Plus we've got a quiz, a who am I and more wonders of white, so let's get started. Hello and welcome to a new series of You From Sideline Podcast, it's Chris here and Liam's back, hello Liam. Hi Chris, how you doing? Yeah, not too bad, good summer.
1: Lovely summer, well summer's only just arrived because this is like it's the first a, hot uh, day we've had it, you, all year, but um, but yeah, yeah. It's, it's a good summer. I, I've been busy working, got some DIY stuff to do around the house, which is lovely in 30 degree heat, so... I yeah, am a, a sweaty <laughs>
0: mess. Yeah, I don't think I've stopped sweating all day today. I'm just not used to this sort of heat. It's kind of just come from nowhere, is not it? It's just, yeah. literally, like, kids have been off for six weeks and it's literally rained <laughs> yeah. 90% of that time. And even when it was sunny, it wasn't even that hot. So, I mean, we're just getting absolutely blasted at the moment. I think it's going to be all week, so.
1: Yeah. yeah, Just a so, time for the international break.
0: Yeah, I mean, we are going to talk about that actually in a minute. Um, some rather controversial choices, I think, yeah. uh, from Gareth Southgate's um, squad, and him saying that he would always pick the players that were in form. I mean, as we'll talk about in a minute, not yeah. completely true. But no, no. Yeah, so we've got all the the usual features in part two—a um, quiz, "Who Am I?" and some wonders of white. Um, but we'll, we'll we'll get straight in then with, with the England squad, uh, which was announced uh, last was it f- Thursday or Friday sure. last week? I think. Yeah. Um, and I, it's probably safe to say that a lot of people's jaws dropped to the floor. <laughs> um, when yeah. I, th- I think the most obvious one is probably the the inclusion of Harry Maguire, yeah. who hadn't played a single minute of football up until yesterday, and didn't really <laughs> give a great account of himself yesterday either. So no. I mean, I know I know he's he's very keen on on Harry Maguire, and he's sort of been his, I guess he's his defender, isn't he? He's you know. He's been ever present in that squad since Southgate was England manager. Um, but you could say that about Harry Kane, but Harry Kane actually scores <laughs> lots of goals. <laughs> yeah. Whereas Maguire isn't playing. Yeah. And when he does play, I mean, you're not getting the best version of him. So I think a lot of people, I think that was the biggest inclusion that people were, were sort of raising their um, eyebrows that I don't know what you you thought about. Yeah, his,
1: uh, I think intuition. we 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 spoke a lot. I think we spoke about him in the um, the, the preseason special actually, because it looked like he was getting a move, didn't it, to West Ham at I one point. We,
0: we, I think we even thought that he was actually already gone.
1: Yeah, I think we did
0: um, signing for West Ham. So.
1: Yeah, obviously it didn't happen, but I think he's he's clearly so low on confidence. Like the look on his face when Ten Hag called him up off the bench yesterday was genuinely priceless like uh, oh me boss really am i am i actually going on okay um, and then not other the goals were his fault um particularly but he came on at one all and the no you know the game ended 3-1 and i think it just goes to show like his confidence is just shot i think admirable that he wants to fight for his place in the united side but he's not he's not going to get the minutes and i think that Southgate's just better off cutting his losses and just saying, yeah. go away, play some football, you know, we'll keep you in the, um, like the training camps or, or whatever. Um, he's obviously a popular figure around. I, I don't think he would have been kept in otherwise, but yeah, I just think it, it's time for him to just get 12 months of regular Premier League football under his belt, build his confidence back up a little bit and then, um, then get back in the team. But he, I mean, He's not the only surprise, I don't think. I'm looking at Henderson as well, moving to a Saudi league. And, you know, when Grealish was tearing it up in the championship for Villa and we were saying that he should be picked in the England team, Southgate came out and said they've got to be playing in a a competitive league. Yeah. You know, the the Saudi league, Okay, they've bought a lot of players this summer. uh, And I'm sure it's a lot more competitive than it was. But let's be honest, it's not the same level as the Championship. No. it's just got more money um you know there's a there's a handful there's a couple of dozen players that are are of premier league standard that doesn't make it a quality league and i don't understand his inclusion to be honest he was the one, i i i almost knew maguire was going to be picked because why would southgate do any yeah. different but henderson was the one i was surprised about um more than anything because i just thought that is a league that that players go to to retire now I think, you know, to getting towards the end of their career, I know there's like yeah. a few younger players as well, but getting to the end of their career, big final payday, like the MLS sort of used to be, well, it still is, I suppose, with Messi. Um, but, yeah, I was surprised at his inclusion. Um, and looking at the forwards as well, Eddie and, and Kessier. Yeah. That was a, bit of a, a bit of a shock for me. Um, he's done all right for Arsenal, but he's hardly been prolific. Uh, I think, you know, I was surprised that, I know Watkins hasn't um, scored yet this season, but his form's generally been good for us. He scored in the uh, um, Conference League, but um, not yet in the Premier League, but he's playing a bit of a different role now do you under Emery. Him, do, you,
0: do you see him playing now? I, I see no. it like a bit like when Ivan Tony was called up, and he, we all thought that he'd get some minutes, and he never actually did. And you're looking at the other strikers, they've got Wilson... Yeah, and obviously th- Kane and even Rashford, obviously, you can play through the middle. Yeah, um, you'd have to say that Kane is is more than likely going to start the yeah. games, and you'd probably see Wilson maybe coming on if you know if, if they're comfortably in the league. Otherwise, yeah. Harry Kane isn't coming off. So I was quite surprised. I just I just feel that I think the the one for me was Raheem Sterling. Yeah. Um, I think per- personally I think he could have got in Foden, Nketiah Yeah. Really. I think I think he's he's been the standout for Chelsea this season so far. I mean he was being picked for England last season when he was at Chelsea and he wasn't he wasn't playing well at all. So I just I just the logic for me just, just has yeah. been thrown out the window because I think when Southgate took charge he said he'd be Picking on performance and not, not by name, but I think this isn't the first time it's happened where I think people have been left thinking, well, you know, Phil Foden has played a couple of games for Man City this season, but there's been majority has been off the bench. Yeah. Uh, and, and like you said, in Ketia, I mean, he's 24 now, he's never been called up to the, the squad before, so I don't really see what's different. Yeah. Uh, you're always going to see Saka there. Um, and Eze, I mean, I think he's just trying to... trying something a bit different with him. But again, with Grealish as well, I think he could have easily been in this team. So it's a bit yeah. of a strange one. How I think Grealish has,
1: Yeah, Grealish has pulled out because of injury, I think. I yeah. think that's what I read today. But, I, I mean, I get what you're saying about... Um, about Anketia I don't think he will play um but I think he's there as third choice I think Wilson is second choice again he's not really had minutes for Newcastle um, mm. I know he's come on in a few of the games but Isak's been starting more than anything so I can only sort of put it down to getting Anketia in the squad for a little bit of experience or you know something along those lines but he's 24 now and I'm looking at the under 21 squad that that won the tournament and has obviously done so well over the summer. And I'm thinking, yeah. why, why not, why not then give one of the strikers from that team a go? Cam Archer, he scored on his Sheffield United debut, done well for Villa when he's been needed, did well in the tournament when he was needed. Um, why not? If, if they're not going to play, why not just give them that experience? Get yeah. them in the training camp, get them working with Kane get him a bit of experience, you know, something along those lines. Um, Yeah, it just, it does seem, seems a bit of a strange decision to bring someone in at that age. I don't really know what we gain from it. Um, But yeah, like you say, I think you're absolutely right. Sterling's started this season on great form. Again, there's players. Rashford, I sat in a bar a couple of weeks ago watching the Man United Spurs game with a load of Man United fans, and they're saying that he's on, probably some of the worst form he's been on since um since he started for United. I don't yeah. think I don't think he's done much to, to warrant a, a place in the England squad at the moment. Um looking at those forwards. Yeah Madison's had a decent start to, to his Spurs career. Um but he did get relegated last season, just you know, putting it out there. Foden, like you say, in and out of the side. Mm. Saka it's not had the greatest start to the season, but you know, he's playing he's regularly. Not he's <laughs> he does so so yeah, I, I get, yeah, I, I get the inclusion of him. Um, but Calvin Phillips is another one. No game time whatsoever. Mm, I don't, I don't, I know, know, I don't know how he, he's He's one like Harry
0: Maguire for me. Like the, no matter, no matter how little game time he plays, he, Southgate seems to prefer him. I mean, yeah. uh, I, I You've got to say that it's going to be 100% Bellingham and Rice that will start. Yeah. And then it will be one of the others. I mean, if I had to choose between Gallagher, Henderson and Phillips, Gallagher for me is the, I know I'm a Chelsea fan, he's a Chelsea player, but Gallagher's consistently been playing this season and yeah. he's not playing in, you know, almost on the other side of the world. Yeah. Um, so. I would play him Gallagher I, I think Gallagher he gets a lot of stick but I think whenever I see him play he, he to me he always gives a hundred percent and you know yeah. I think that resonates with a lot he gets a lot of stick from other fans but I think with Chelsea fans they can see that he tries really like a hundred percent every time even when he comes off the bench chases after yeah. everything yeah. he'll never give up and I think that's you know that's why he's like and i I was really, really glad that they didn't sell him, you know, because yeah. he was heavily linked with moving away. And I thought, you know, he warrants a place in that squad. And I was, I thought to myself, if they sell him, then that's a huge risk letting him go. Yeah. Because I, you know, he'd get into, I reckon, at least fifteen of the twenty teams in the Premier League. So yeah. he,
1: yeah, he yeah. is a bundle of energy, and sometimes yeah. the team does need that, especially when you play quite a rigid system yeah. um, like Southgate does. It's very much, you know, holding midfielders, attacking players. It's nice to have someone in the middle to be that pivot. Yeah, uh, um, but yeah, I, I I was a little bit let down by by this team, but I'm I'm kind of getting used to it. Unfortunately, with Southgate these days, it's uh it's a yeah. it's quite a it's re- quite a regular occurrence. I you, think. Who do you think is your starting goal? This is the this is the the thing that I was going to mention because really our number one keeper is Jordan Pickford. I don't think he's going to change him, but let's be honest, Everton are struggling, and <laughs> I mean <laughs> their odds are to go down. I know I had them as surprising <laughs> everybody before a ball was kicked, but it doesn't look like that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So the, you're the looking goal. at did you did you uh, think- <laughs> <laughs> yeah?
0: It's so unlucky.
1: It's yeah. funny. Yeah, but, but uh, he did. You know, he made a great save at the end to keep it level, and he can do that. And I'm, I'm not saying he's a he's a terrible keeper. I think he's a brilliant shot stopper. Yeah. Um. And I think you know you always see him barking out the order. Like he's never quiet, which I quite like in a goalkeeper. Yeah. See, this he's,
0: is this is what tips it for me because I think he should start over Ramsdale. Just pure in the basis that he's he's so much more vocal than Ramsdale. Yeah. And, I feel like when it comes down to that important save, he he's made some quality saves over the yeah. last sort of five, six years. I know I know he's playing for a team that are really struggling. But I, I, personally I think he should be playing at you know, yeah. a team that is in the top ten. But um Ramsdale for me is okay, but I just I just always think that he's got a, mis- a, a, a mistake in I know all keepers have a mistake in them but he looks when he looks nervous when he's got the ball at his feet, yeah. whereas Pickford just he just puts it through his you know his, yeah. His he's sometimes bit a bit too
1: calm, I think sometimes yeah. Pickford. But I, yeah, I'd, he's I'd confident. Go
0: with Pick, I'd go with Pickford. Yeah,
1: I've, I think he will. I think he will. Um, I think Ramsdale's fine to be included as a number two. Um, Sam Johnson's done all right at Palace. I think he's a, he's a steady keeper. Um, to have a third choice but I've got to he? say Nick Pope's a bit unlucky he's not going to get a game no but you yeah. know I, again what I suppose what do you sort of add if you bring Nick Pope in that, that you don't, don't get with Sam Johnson yeah, yeah. not a lot I guess but my, um, yeah um, he'd be my other pick
0: my other question is a um, fully fit Rhys James I think 100% gets into this team yep yeah. Who of these defenders would miss out? Bearing in mind, Ben Chilwell, I think it's the only left back that's been chosen. Yeah. Um, And you've got Colwell, Dunk, Gahey, Maguire and Tomori. So do you think if James was fit, Maguire would miss out? Or do you think Geahy would miss out? Because I think he would have picked Trippier and Walker anyway. Because Walker's got that versatility that he can play at centre-back if needed.
1: Yeah, he he likes playing Trippier at left back as well. Yeah. Uh, so I think yeah, like you say, he, he would be in that squad. Unfortunately, I think if Reece James was fit, he would take Tamori out. I don't think he should. I think it'd be Tamori, yeah. but okay. I think it, I think it probably would be. Uh, I I think he just prefers Grayhe more. I'm not not quite sure why, but I think Tamori would be the one to miss out. However, looking at it, I don't know whether Lewis dunks a late call up, but. um he has been called up, uh, and I think that, I, I personally think that he, he would be the one that should miss out. If I was manager, I would keep Tamori, keep Gayhee, I'd, would you know, Maguire would be gone anyway. I think if Tyron Mings was fit, I'd bring in Tyrone Mings, obviously, yeah. Villa fan, so highly biased, um, and John Stones as well. I I'm not quite strict, sure why John Stones um, hasn't been picked. I'm in, guessing he's
0: injured. He's injured me, he?
1: yeah. Yeah. Um, ben White as well. I think he's done alright. Um, he's obviously versatile. Centre back, right back as well. Yeah. Um, all people I would pick over probably Maguire and Dunk. Um, happy for Colwell to get a shout you in think, there. I think he looked good last year. Yeah, I'd give him a chance. To be there? Yeah, yeah. I, I would. I think last season he was good. Um, and I think now he's playing regularly for you guys. If he'd have been sat on the bench, I'd have said differently, but he's played every game so far. Um Albeit, you know, I know that you've been a bit inconsistent for the first few games, but I don't think he's done anything wrong. So no, no. I, I, I'd I include him, why not? 20 years old, bags of potential, you know, get him experience in, in that international environment.
0: Yeah, I... I, I... I was I was gonna I'll, I'll mention about that later because we're gonna talk about how our teams are doing it later. <clears throat> but he is one thing that I was gonna talk about. But I think overall <clears throat> we should get past it. Is it Ukraine and Scot- it's Scotland? Scotland yes. But the Scotland game isn't. It's just a friendly, isn't it? It's a
1: yes, friendly against a, Scotland, and it's a qualifying game against Ukraine.
0: Ukraine, yeah, okay. Yeah, because it, it, the the Scotland there's something special about the Scotland game, isn't it, or something? I can't remember. I've vaguely heard something about it. It's a, a centenary game oh, or something sure. like that. I'm not sure, but anyway, we'll um, we'll move on um, to should we do transfers? Yeah, we'll do uh, we'll do yeah. some summer transfers, and you've kind of done a little. Um, yeah, you sent me a little list of of things. Um that we could go through and and we're going to we've picked um, a player or a team um, yes
1: I to, just wanted to to narrow it down a little bit yeah um, because obviously because there's, there's been
0: huge money spent <laughs> Loads, um,
1: loads of money and we haven't got time to cover absolutely everything so right. I've we I've done five categories so I'll I'll just I'll whiz through the categories so best signing biggest bargain Worst sign-in, club with the best window, and club with the worst window. So if we start at the very beginning, yeah. um, I've got my ideas, um, and there's been a, the odd occasion where I've not been able to narrow it down to one, so I've actually uh, che- yeah, che- I've cheated a bit. I've actually got two, two. as well. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's good. Um, so best sign-in, I've got two for this one as well. It'd be interesting if they're both the same. What What are you going for? So I,
0: um, I picked two players because... They're very at different scales of one money and two. Um, I'll just so I picked Deft and Rice. Yeah, I know the money's huge for him, but I feel like he, whatever team that he went to, he was going to improve them. Yep. He could have got into any of those Premier League teams, and he probably could have got into any team in the world. Yeah, um, and I think he generally so far this season has improved Arsenal, um, and he even scored at the weekend, so I think, I know that they paid a huge amount for him, but I think any team would have been lucky to have him. Yeah, he was
1: was close, he was close to getting in my two as well. I think the reason I didn't include him, sorry to distract you a little bit, I think the reason that I didn't include him is because no, I don't mean any offence to any Arsenal fan listening, I think he could have had his pick of any club in Europe. And I think if he'd have held out... (laughs) I think if he'd have held out for a Bayern or a Barcelona or a Real Madrid... I know they got Bellingham in the transfer window, so they probably weren't looking. uh, Or a Man City or someone like that. I think if he'd have held out, he He probably could have gone for the same price and he could have gone to someone who... Are more guaranteed trophies. I think Arsenal will win something, but I think you know PSG are going to win the French league. So it, it would have yeah, made sense yeah. if you to wanted me, to trophy. To me,
0: to me, it was screaming to go to to, to Man City. I, I don't. I read. Really yeah. I know yeah. that they tried to get in. Yeah, I
1: didn't. I didn't want to say Man City, but yes, Man City. Man City would have been a yeah. preferred choice. I think
0: um, my other choice um, is a bit less filled, and it only happened on the very last day. Um, because one I was surprised that this happened and it's Ansu Fati's loan yeah. to Brighton. Now he is a he is a really really good player and yeah. I cannot for the life of me understand why Barcelona have let him go. And for Brighton to get him I think is a hu- is a huge win for them and I'm yeah. very very surprised at Barcelona let- when I saw that he was linked to the Premier League, I thought Brighton me, is he going Man City? Is he going you know? Yeah. And then to find out Bright on loan, I was like yeah. wow and yeah. I think any sort of you know you, you know when you, when anyone has seen him play, he's a fantastic player and, Yeah.
1: You know, the youngest ever youngest ever scorer for Barcelona, yeah. youngest for Spain as well, I think. Yeah. and took the number not- ten from Messi
0: it's mad because he's not. I mean, that's. He's not. He was playing regularly for Barcelona last season, so I don't know what's happened there for him. For them, I know that they desperately needed money, but
1: yeah, I um, think he was. He's injured, another
0: one. I think he. he could, was
1: injured for a little bit. I think yeah, he was yeah. out. He was out injured for for a little bit. But yeah, I mean, yeah, fifty-one games for Barcelona in the last I mean, season, ten goals. Was just, um. um
0: shot i was just more shocked than anything that he's yeah, that brighton had come on i was like "Okay, yeah. so that, that's why i put him on there you know he he yeah. he's do really well and i was i thought i had to put him in there so
1: yeah so he makes my, my top two as oh. well he was actually the first one i wrote down was actually fatty on there to brighton yeah. um yeah for all those reasons like i say you know youngest scorer for barcelona uh youngest scorer for spain um yeah, took over the mantle from Messi. Really, I know. I know he had yeah. injury problems for a couple of years, but he, he came back last season. Maybe didn't quite hit the form that um, they'd expect him to at this age. So maybe that's why they've decided to loan him out. But I mean, like you say, when I thought it was Brighton, I thought I'd read it wrong. <laughs> I thought it's got to it's got to be. Um, I'm not going to say a big club because Brighton are these days. Let's be honest, they are a big club. But I thought it was going to be a Champions League team. That we're going to be yeah, after yeah. um So to see to, to see that it was you know Europa League Brighton, um, but fair play to them, their recruitment's been well incredible for the last three four years, probably longer. Um, so to bring them in to, to bring in Fatty is just a huge deal. Um, yeah. The second player I went for was Gvardiol for Man City. Oh yeah yeah. yeah. Um, he's been a bit of a a victim of pet roulette the first couple of weeks of the season, but he's still only young. So, you know, Guardiola likes to introduce players slowly. He did it with Grealish. Uh, He did it with Foden when we were all screaming for Foden to get a loan out to play first team football. I think he will come good. He can play left back. He can play centre back, which I know that Guardiola likes his sort of win backs to come inside. He looks really good going forward, strong, great, you know, loves a tackle. Um, Looks a bit of a psycho as well, which always goes down well for the home fans. And, um, yeah, I just think he's going to be a success. Everything, every game I've seen him in for Croatia, every time I saw him for Leipzig in the Champions League, I thought he was a cut above the rest of the players that he's playing with. So I think it's a good move for him, good, good move for Man City. Uh, I think they've got a long-term defender uh, yeah. replacement, I guess, for Cancelo. Yeah. I think... Um, yeah, I just think they've done really well there. So, sorry, I'm moving on to the next one. Biggest bargain. <laughs> I was I was just finding my list for the biggest bargain. Sorry, I was just reading through. Um, again, I've got two answers for this one. Oh, so, I'll be interested to hear yours. Uh, Who's uh, your I've, biggest bargain?
0: So, from a basis basically on form for the first four or five games, um, I've gone for James Madison. Yeah. Because I think £40 million is is a, is a really, really good price for him, for one. And two, I think he's improved that Spurs squad. When I think you look at it, seeing Kane going, I think everyone thought that they might struggle when it's been the yeah. opposite. Yeah. Uh, I think he's got three or four assists and, and a couple of goals as well. So, I mean... At the moment, for me, seems like a, a very good bargain.
1: Yeah, he's, he has started really well. I think he's linked up with Son really quickly in the games that I've seen so far. Um, like we said earlier, rightfully in the England side. Yeah. I think you're right. I think £40 million for him. Um, good deal for Leicester going down into the Championship. You know, got a decent price tag for him. But Spurs will think that they've not paid through the nose in this day and age to to bring him in. So... Yeah, I think that's a good shout. I I didn't actually think about including Madison in mine. I've gone uh well, I've got one one is less serious than the other. Um my my more serious one is I've gone for Ryan Gravenberch, not played yet for Liverpool. Yeah. But I thought 40 million euros, what's that like 35 million quid something like that. Um still young. I remember watching him for Ajax in the Champions League and thinking what a talent he is. Seeing him for Holland as well. I think it was either in the Euros or the World Cup. Um, and he was probably their best player at, what, 18, 19 years old? Something like that. He sat on the bench at Bayern for a couple of years now, I think. I know Tuchel doesn't yeah. doesn't really fancy him. So I think he's got a point to prove. Uh, Liverpool needed a midfielder. And I think they've got someone for such a young age... For a decent price. And I think, like you said about Madison, he probably improves what they've got because they were lacking a bit in the centre midfield area. So, um, I've, I've gone, I've predicted big things for him for a while and I think he'll do well in a Liverpool shirt. I think he suits their system. So, um, watch me be horrendously wrong now. He will <laughs> get injured and never play for them again. But, um, yeah, that he's my prediction for the biggest bargain. My less serious one is Tielemans just because he was free yeah, think, yeah, no. you know it's just so little risk and we all know that he can be a quality player and i think if villa i know again i'm biased i think if villa get the best out of him um he could prove a real asset it's just getting the right attitude from him um but for free i thought uh yeah what a bargain and i also think um I think I can't remember who picked him up. I think it was Crystal Palace picked up Jefferson Lerma for free as well. Um and I think that's quite a good steal. He was probably third on my list, but um yeah, I went with these two in the end. So moving from the best, the best sign in and the biggest bargains to the worst. Um you're gonna you're not gonna like me after this, Chris, but I'll let you go first. Who do you think is the yeah. worst
0: signing? Well, I have put down uh, Kai Havertz. I thought you he is, might. You can't hit a barn door. Yeah. Uh, and you, well, I don't know if you've seen this yesterday, but it just proves why. Uh, yeah. He's one of those right. I, I never really knew where he wanted to play at Chelsea. He was never a centre forward. I don't think he can play on the wing either. Um no. But for sixty-five million, um, I think we're laughing. If I'm honest.
1: Yeah. He. Yeah. I. I get. I get where you're coming from. I think he didn't have a great game yesterday. He hasn't really looked confident so far this season. But I always saw him as a as an Özil type. He might go missing for a few games, but I think if you get him in the right positions and you can sort of play through him, if you like, it's less about the goals he scores and it's more about the assists. But we get to see either, to be honest. Yeah. So. I do completely get where you're coming from. Are you, are you
0: about to say say though?
1: I am, yeah. I am about to say oh, I knew that Um The reason being, you just don't have a great record of signing players from Brighton. I've got to be honest. And for £115 million, that's a lot of money. He's got to be... I mean, Kante left. And I'm, I know that Excuse there's going to be that. a transition period. And I know you're not gonna get anyone that's gonna be quite at Kante's level to replace him. But spending a hundred and fifteen million on such a young talent who looked good for Brighton for a season and he did. I just I, it's a big gamble and I can just see it going the way that Kukureya went. Um yeah, I just uh, I don't know, I might be wrong, but it's a it's a lot of money. if it had been fifty or sixty I probably wouldn't have even considered including him. Yeah, is is but a high price, uh, search uh, he, fee. It's
0: yeah. a huge fee, isn't it? I mean, and you know that's going to take a lot to pay back from him. You know, yeah. but yeah, to be Especially fair, Ron, when Wright,
1: Declan Rice was available, like Declan Rice yeah, was, yeah. I don't probably wouldn't have gone to Chelsea. But you're looking at similar fees. In fact, I didn't I think you paid a little tiny bit more for Caicedo, and yeah, has yeah, too and I just I just think you know Rice is proven and has been for.
0: He played all right on against Forest. We just couldn't again, we just couldn't score. Yeah. Um, he played all right actually. He was one of the better players. But yeah, I, I mean the fees. You know I'm yeah.
1: So um, I do apologise. Oh, right. He so may like, well prove me wrong, but the,
0: the quiz the quiz later. I'm just crossing out the help. Okay, okay. <laughs> just, just, so,
1: uh, Fair enough. Just it. What's the best uh, club? Best club of club the best window. So, um, I've gone with Brighton. Hey, well, we've gone for the same one on that one. Yeah, I, <laughs> purely because again the amount that they've sold the, their players for, and the people that they've bought in already look to fit their system. Probably thanks to Deserbine, yeah, let that, that, um, yeah. that
0: guy they got from Dortmund Dahood, he's a good player, isn't he? It is, yeah,
1: he yeah. is. they, they <laughs> always like really like technical like good technical players. They've yeah. always got a good like a good first touch. Good at passing, like they just fit that Brighton system really well, quick style, one touch, get it forward quickly and yeah, it's working for them where well, it has been for the last two or three years now so yeah i've gone with them for the best window yeah purely because they've made a massive profit on the players that they've sold and the the guys that they've bought in have instantly fit that system and i think they've made some really good signings and i think james milner you could argue him for the biggest bargain as well because he is just going to keep going and going and going until he's 50 he's just an absolute engine so and
0: i saw the game at the weekend. (laughs) <laughs> and Peter Gilmore was playing for them yes, he had a he really good well. game for them yeah, he yeah. had a really good game he assisted one of the goals as well so yeah. it's good to see him doing well as well he was, an, he was one I thought that Chelsea wouldn't sell a couple of yeah. seasons ago when they sold him to Norwich I thought um, they should keep him um, but they yeah. yeah and they anyway. sold
1: all their goalkeepers as well I mean Sanchez has gone to you I think that yeah. Steel's left, so. And signed. Kind of, a, completely new goalkeeping unit, and they've signed Flecken, who I think is great. And they've and they've the signed, guys from from they Yeah. Um, yeah. Young lad, and I I know him from football manager. I never played him, because his, his stats weren't brilliant, and they paid 16 million, and I thought, interesting, but. He's had a really good start He's had a great start to his career I think he's he's made some good saves He's looked confident And he's only I think he's only 21 Or maybe even younger than that So Yeah So from the best window To the worst
0: Right so I, I, cho- I chose this team because One They haven't re-signed anyone Two They needed to sign players And they didn't And I've gone for Everton
1: Yeah they were my second choice Yes, I do so see where you're coming from,
0: though. I chose out them because, one, they've signed actually up on a free track, so he's 38. Mm-hmm. They signed Jack Harrison on loan. They've got Dan yep. Juma from Villarreal, who wasn't particularly great at Tottenham. I think he was at Tottenham last season. He's at Tottenham last season, Dan Juma? Yeah. And he's was at Bournemouth he was as a well, ball, for that. yeah. Yeah, and yeah. he didn't yeah. do well there, either. And they've signed this other guy from Udinese called Beto, who... I've never heard of.
1: No. Um, and they've signed a, a young lad as well, haven't they? Um,
0: Chimiti. Chim- Chim- Chimito, yes. Isn't yeah, Chimiti. Yes. So, it? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's just really, really lacking, isn't it? So. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that was purely on on the bit, But they did get rid of M- Moise Now he has gone, I don't know if you realise, he has actually gone <laughs> to even as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's
1: about time, isn't it? Um, yeah, and Andros Townsend as well. Um, he's been there a while. Yerry Mina left. Begovic left. Tom Davis left as well, which I never thought he was ever going to do. Well, they
0: let him go. They let him go, didn't they? Yeah.
1: Um, and they won't be obviously going to Fulham on deadline day as well. Um, so yeah, I did. I I did see Everton and think, yeah, they've they've gone. They're going to take some beating to to have had the worst transfer window. But the team that I went for, again, didn't really sign anybody. And again, desperately needed to sign people. And I've gone for Wolves.
0: Yeah, Wolves would have been my second choice. I've re- the- an between them both.
1: The-, the reason being is Everton's key players to keeping them up last year were Anana, Pickford. Probably just Anana and Pickford, to be fair. And they kept both of them. Yeah, Wolves' key players last season were Matheus Nunes, Nathan Collins, Ruben Neves, João Moutinho, and you can say to a certain extent in the past, Raul Jimenez. And they haven't replaced any of them. They've all left, and they've had signings of Boubacar Traore, who we spoke about on the, the pre-season pod. I yeah. still don't really know who he is. Matt Doherty's come back for free. They've got someone from Northampton for free. A guy called Santiago Bueno. I've no idea what position he plays in or who he is. Tommy Doyle on loan. And then they've got uh, Enzo Gonzalez, who they signed from Libertad. And John Rick bellegard who they signed from Strasbourg. I don't think any of those players are replacements for... Nunes, Cody, Collins, Jimenez, Neves, yeah. Diego Costa, Jao Matinho. They lost to Dama Traore as well. Um, and I know he wasn't on the best form last season, but, you know, he was still an important player for them. I, I just think, in terms of what, what, you know, if they'd have kept all those players and just signed the list of players that I mentioned, it would be an okay window. But to lose all of those players, that is the spine of your team. Yeah. And I think to lose them all and not replace them is, it's a bad window. You've got to say, that is quite a bad window. And to lose your manager as well. um, Yeah, couldn't have gone much worse, really, I don't think, over the summer. Well, for,
0: he he left Wolves. like three days before the season started, didn't he? Yeah. I didn't, I think they,
1: they, he, was, he was going to leave at the end of the season because him, there was no they money. They said they
0: loads of money, didn't they? <laughs>
1: yeah. And then they yeah. said they'd give him money and then they never gave him any money so he ended up leaving I just don't know why they didn't get it over with at the start of the summer and just say okay there's if you want to leave there's, there's nothing we can do but yeah. you know they sold players for a decent profit i mean nunes went to city for 53 million neves went for 47 million collins to brentford for 23 million you know that's a sizable that's a sizable chunk I'd, i i'm guessing it's financial fair play that they're in trouble with yes but yeah yeah, I, I don't it's, it's just a bad win. It could it could have been either Wolves or Everton, but it was just based on the players that left. I thought well, the Wolves players that left were more important to Wolves than the Everton players that left, so that's what swayed it for me. Cool. Well, we're going to quickly
0: go through how our teams have started um the season. Um I guess I'll go first just because I can. <laughs> um Nothing's really changed, if I'm honest. <laughs> no, same old. You know, just bottom half of the table as usual. Um, we're getting <laughs> used to it now. Um, but no, there, there have been there've been moments in the first four games where you can kind of see Poch's style of play working, and then there's been some times where it just hasn't worked at all. Again, uh, especially against West Ham. Um, the Lute, I think we were always expected to beat Lut, and we didn't play particularly well and we did, but I think when first game of the season um, against Liverpool, it's probably been our best game so far. Um, we drew, but you know, there was a lot of fight in the team and we looked dangerous going forward and we, sh- we should have actually won the game. Um, but it's just the age old thing of we're just not, not converting the chances that we're getting. I know we've bought a new New striker, Jackson. Seemed to do really well pre-season. But it's really struggled struggle at, at times this season in front of goal. Um, especially at the weekend, he missed yep. a shot from about five yards. Let's put it in yep. the bar. Um, but then uh, we've signed a lot of players again in the summer, and a lot of them are young players. Um if you look at the lineup at the weekend, um, Dzansi, he's done well I think so far. Um, yeah. Sanchez, you know, there's question marks about the goalkeeping situation. You know, why they let Mendy and Kepa go, um, and then obviously Rhys James is injured again. Um, mm-hmm. So Gusto's come in. We signed him last season, but he went out on loan.
1: He's done all right, hasn't he so yeah. far?
0: Yeah, Fernandez has been playing more of an attacking role as well since joining. But you know, we had Matson on the bench at the weekend. He's done well, and obviously we've got Cole Palmer as well. So I'm quite Mm -hmm. happy we got him from Man City. Um, It's a lot of change. A lot of change in 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 the squad. You can only really say that Kukurella, Madueke, Mudrick who were on the bench, were there last season. Everyone else is either new or come back from loan, but. Again, we just—I don't, I don't want to use an excuse, but we are missing a lot of players through injury. Um, who would probably be up there? Chukwuka—he did really yeah. well, I thought, first couple of games. Got a goal as well against West Ham. Fafana just injured constantly. Again, Rhys James, same. Lavia, who we signed from Southampton, um, just not match fit at the ready, and you Do know you one that- of the ones in Kunku as well. He's not really yeah. playing. Samba, who was bought into school goals yeah. So, yeah
1: do you think this is a case now because everything about your transfer window suggests that it's building for the future yeah do you think do you think they've essentially said to potch you don't need to win anything this year it's about bedding in the players that we give you and yeah. in sort of two or three years now that's when we're going to be aiming they, to, yeah. to look at winning things yeah or, or is there still an, as a, as a Chelsea fan, are you yeah. still expecting to win a trophy
0: be, this year? Yeah, it would be nice to, but when you see us signing young players, like li- literally everyone that we were signing are 22 or below. Yeah. You know, we've signed so many players that are like 19 and 20 who haven't had sort of big match experience. And you can only see that in the owner's eyes that they're building for the future um so this this squad isn't going to be ready to, to challenge for anything for at least 2 or 3 years um but whether they're, they're signing these players so other teams don't get them I don't know but um it definitely looks like the, the end goal is you know in 4 or 5 years time we become a competitive side in the league with with these players yeah. um but I guess.
1: What would what would you be happy with this year? Like, if, if you take trophies out of it, I back Europe. It doesn't matter what competition, just back in Europe. Back into Europe.
0: Oh, you know, see the Champions League draw last last week. <laughs> like, oh, God, this is awful. Like, not. Yeah, you know, it made, it made see, a
1: change for me to be like concerned about a European draw, and you just weren't, weren't bothered. Yeah, no, I, I didn't even bother.
0: I didn't even. I couldn't even tell you who Villa got in their group at all but you know, I'll tell you the, later I watched the Champions League draw and I was just like this is this is so destroying not to see like <laughs> your club that have been in this draw you know not every year but in the last sort of 15 16 years of being there sort of 13 14 times and even won yeah. it twice I mean it's, yeah. you, know, it's it, you know not great but uh, like I said if we could get back into Europe I know that's you know, not, we should be winning stuff, but I think you just got to give the benefit of the doubt that we've got a really young squad, and you know, I think I think we are in for a tough season again. I don't. Yeah. I think if we get into Europe, I think that'll be a bonus. Um, but we'll have to wait and see. You know, we're yeah. only four games in, aren't we? So.
1: Yeah, early days, especially for an international break. But um, unfortunately. Fortunately, yes, um, but no, no Premier League action for the next few weeks. But, uh, but yeah, a lot. I mean, it, I, at least it makes for an exciting uh, transfer deadline day, or at least transfer deadline week. I think for Chelsea, yeah. bringing in so many people, it was it was yeah, slightly I know less of, exhilarating for me.
0: Yeah, I know a lot of people complaining about the money that they've spent, but you got to take into account that we've sold a lot of players as well. A we've lot, made yeah. Each amount, yeah, um, and. You know they're saying we've spent over a billion pounds since he's come in, but to be fair, he has had three transfer windows. Um You know, so that, I know he's roughly spent about three hundred million per transfer window, but we have made a considerable amount of money through yeah. transfers, especially to the Saudi teams. Yeah, I just like to take all of our players, really. So yeah, yeah, they Villa? have.
1: Yeah, Villa <laughs> inconsistent. I think. To begin with, Uh, look good against uh, Burnley and um, who else do we play? Everton, I think. Um, Generally, very pleased with how we've played. I think the Newcastle game, first game of the season, the 5-1, did flatter them slightly. They were the better team on the day. I'm not going to say that Villa should be winning that, but... We should have given a better account of ourselves, but I don't think the scoreline was as bad as it looked. Um, I can't say the same for the game at the weekend. We were better in the second half than in the first half, I think. Yeah. But I think this is the first game, really, that I've looked at what our tactic was and sort of wondered why Emery's played that way. Because we were playing a high line of defence, and I know that... You have to sort of settle into to the way that you play. It shouldn't really matter who you play. You try and impose yeah. yourself on the opposition. But such a high line against Liverpool, you know it's not going to go well. The pace that they've got in attack, it's been that way for the last seven years, eight years since Klopp has been there. just seemed like we were setting ourselves up for a downfall. And once we conceded early on, we, there was just no way back into it. However, having said that, I know you can say it's only Hibernian. That we played in Europe, but it's not an easy place to go on a weeknight up to Scotland. The, the atmosphere was pretty good, really. You know, John McGinn going to his old club, they were giving him a lot yeah. of stick as well on the day. Um, so to come away from that as comfortable as we did, I was really pleased with that. So, yeah, a long way to go. Pleased with the transfer window. I think Torres is a good sign and I think he'll bed in. He's, he's looked a little bit nervous, but he'll get there. Um we've just I mean, like you said, I don't wanna blame injuries, but we've lost Moreno, who's our first choice left back. I think Mings would still be in the starting lineup if he was fit and he's obviously I think he's out for the rest of the season now. It looks like an ACL injury. Um Buendia I think has also got an ACL injury and I think he's gonna be out for quite some time. Um I don't know whether he would start now we've got D R B but he would be near the starting lineup anyway. Bench, really. Yeah, I think so. Um Ramsey, who I think would be starting, is obviously, he's coming back from injury. He's not played for us yet, but he's coming back. Um, and I think I've missed someone, but I, I can't remember for the life of me. Oh, Martinez has been out injured recently as well. Um, he did play at the weekend, but he was out for a few games um, and Robin Olsen came in. So, yeah, we've got players to come back. I'm not overly worried. I still think... The target is a repeat of last year. I think, you know, seventh would be a good season for us if we had a good cup run. And I think if we got knocked out of Europe or we, we were knocked out, you know, third round of the FA Cup and third round of the League Cup, I'd expect a little bit more in the league. I'd expect us to be pushing for the top six. Yeah. But I'm personally hoping, I'd be, I'd be happy if, if, if I could choose my season I'd be happy with seventh and a good run in Europe, like West Ham had last year. I'd yeah. um, not necessarily win in the Conference League. There's going to be good teams in it, but to give a good account, maybe get to a final or something like that um, would show how far we've come. So, yeah, um, you know, a lot to improve, but there's signs that we're that we're building a good team. I think we've got a bigger squad now. I think than we had previously. I was personally a little bit frustrated with our last couple of weeks in the transfer deadline, not necessarily because yeah. we didn't bring anyone in, but we seemed to sell a lot of our young players. Um, I know we've got buyback clauses in them, but to see Aaron the Cam Archer and Philogene all go, I thought they'd have a part to play in the Conference League this season. we got good prices for them, but I would have liked to have seen them in a Villa shirt at least for this year um and it doesn't look like it's gonna happen. So that was a bit of a shame. I was hoping that Archer was going to be our second choice striker this season. Duran has started well though. Um, you know, he's come off the bench and he's he's had a start and he scored. So I can't really knock Emery for doing that. But uh it would have been nice to have seen um you know Cam Archer being a, a homegrown talent come through the Academy to uh to actually play for Villa in Europe but um yeah, he started well for Sheffield United anyway, so I uh, we do I think every Villa fan will have a soft spot for him, so it's good to see him doing well.
0: Cool. So that's it for part one. In part two we'll be back with a quiz of who and I answer one as a white. Hello and welcome back to part two of this episode of the podcast. Um, we're going to go back into the wonders of white. It's back for another, another series. It's,
1: <laughs> it's I think it's out, is it our only feature that's, that's gone on this, this entire time. I think oh, it I've is, been doing
0: it, I think it's pretty much the start. Yeah. Yeah. A fan um, favorite. <laughs> okay. Uh, so Declan's Royce's goal. After the 95 minutes and 43 seconds is the latest winning goal in the Premier League match between Arsenal and Manchester United. Um, Then we've got uh, at age 20 years and 65 days, Jude Bellingham, who scored in his last two league games for Dortmund and his first four for Real Madrid is the youngest Englishman to score in six consecutive appearances in Europe's Big Five League since wow. the 92-93 season.
1: It's yeah, a proper talent. You're going to ask me now who the last one was, aren't you? I,
0: no, I'm not, because I don't know myself. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Good. Thank God
0: for that. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, Erling Haaland's son and Evan Ferguson... <clears throat> Today is only second time three different players have scored a Premier League hat trick on the same day. The last one being September twenty third, nineteen ninety five. Now I do have the the, the three players. Oh, okay, I'll give you the teams. So it was in ninety five. So Liverpool. It doesn't say the teams. I'm trying to remember who he played for. It would be either Blackburn or Newcastle. That probably gives it away. That's, that's <laughs> and Leeds. Alan Shearer then.
1: Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Alan Shearer. Yeah. Uh, Liverpool. Robbie Fowler. Robbie mean. Fowler.
0: Uh, and Leeds. the other one was
1: Leeds, was it? Yeah. It's ninety-five. Yeah. Hasselbank. Is it too oh. early? Oh, God. I've no idea. I'll,
0: I'll give you a clue. he scored quite an iconic goal for Leeds.
1: Oh, it's got to be Yaboa then. It was Tony
0: Yeboah, yeah.
1: Oh, what a player. <laughs> forgot all about him for a moment there.
0: And last but not least, this is West Ham's joint highest points tally after their opening four games of Premier League. Uh, have earned 10 points so far, which matches their 99 two thousand. Record. And I think the manager then was Alan Kirbyshley. Not hundred percent sure, but someone did put a comment on this one and called him the the Mosa- the Moiseyev the Moizaya? Nice, yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. But they oh, get yeah. him back
0: when they lose games. They're all over him saying to get him back. So yeah, they're the fickle. Tell him yeah, now, the, fickle. yeah. They wanted
1: him out last year, didn't they? And yeah, yeah. They he won I a trophy, to now.
0: and now look, yeah, yeah see, so, yeah, fickle. Okay, I have a quiz for you.
1: Excellent. It's slightly no different
0: help. to, yeah, no, you want no help. Uh, slightly different to a normal quiz, uh, where I ha- in this case I have a brief hint at who this person might be, but to give you a clue, these are all players that have been capped just once for England. Okay. So they are one cap wonders. Nice. I, All that's right. why I've titled the quiz. I won't, yeah. OK, so, the, so there's 10 in total. But obviously, not there's not just 10, but these are the 10 that I picked out. So the first one is a current Bournemouth striker. Uh,
1: That's got... I was about to say Callum Wilson. He hasn't played for Bournemouth for a couple of years. It's not. It's Solanke. It is Solanke.
0: Second this player's retired, but he's a former Norwich and West
1: Ham striker. That has got to be. He retired early, didn't he? Is these... uh, yeah, Dean Ashton.
0: Dean Ashton.
1: I think he would have gone on to get more. I, I, th- I think he was. I really, really rated Dean Ashton, yeah. Injuries ruined him, didn't they? I
0: think he returned, he was like right? he's like 29, wasn't he? He's like 29. Twenty nine thirty maybe.
1: I'll, I'll have a Google. Oh, hang on. While while you, you line up the next question.
0: Okay, so the next one is a current gas manager.
1: Uh. Oh, that's Bristol Rovers, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um. It's uh. Yeah. It's
0: um. Joey Barton. It is Joey Barton. Okay, next one is a retired Leeds and Newcastle midfielder known for having an an on-field brawl
1: with a teammate. Well, it's got to be either Kieran Dyer or Lee Bowyer. And I seem to remember Kieran Dyer playing for England quite a lot, so I'm going to go with the other one, Lee Bowyer. Oh, Um, we are. I've just googled it, and he was 26, Dean Ashton, when he retired so Honestly, he was still so... quite young and it was an injury sustained during international duty with England um, so with anyway. one cap one one he got basically, yeah. uh, well at least he got a cap
0: I guess Yeah. Uh, next one you'll know this one an Aston Villa fullback and in brackets I guess you could call him an Aston Villa legend
1: an Aston Villa fullback um, the only Villa fullback that I think had one cap was Stephen Warnock so I'm going to go with him it's not Stephen Warnock
0: it's not it was Lee Hendry
1: oh he's a, midfiel- he's a midfielder Chris sorry it threw me <laughs> it
0: said fullback but never mind <sighs> uh, current lead striker your favourite uh, oh god <laughs> Patrick Bamford of course it is uh, former West Ham and Liverpool defender.
1: Oh. Um I can't think of any.
0: Also something that men use to shave. He had a nickname. Oh, Neil Ruddock. Fraser. <laughs> of course. Uh. A retired Bolton striker known for his heading.
1: Um, yes. Kevin Davis. Big Kevin Davis. What a legend. Uh,
0: number nine. Switched countries to play in AFCON.
1: Oh, God. Loads of them did. Um... Oh. Former Yovil defender. Oh, I was going to say Zaha. But no. A former Goval defender. That's really thrown me now, that. Who's that? Uh, I don't know. I'm going to have to pass on that
0: one. Sierra Leone is the team that he now plays for.
1: I'm going to pass.
0: It's Stephen Calker.
1: Oh, of course it is. Yeah, I remember Stephen Colker.
0: And last but not least is a new Crystal Palace goalkeeper.
1: Uh, Dean Henderson. Correct. Signed in this transfer window. Yes. Well done. Was that eight? It was eight, yeah. Seven, eight, yeah. I'm happy with that. Anything above seven is normally pretty good for me.
0: Okay, so... Uh, you've got a who am I?
1: I I have got a who am I? Um, I have got a couple of clues. I don't think you'll need them. Okay. Um, okay. I've I've included this because I bumped into a Rangers fan this weekend. Um, so there's a clue. One of his teams is Rangers. Okay. So um. Yeah, um inspired by the injustice that was their goal that got disallowed against them <laughs> this weekend. Um I thought I'd include uh, a former Rangers player. So, okay. um are we going should we go start to finish?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: so yeah. this player's retired. Yeah, okay, about I say he's still playing. Okay. Um so in fact, I will let you, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and nine. So he's played for nine teams. I'm going to let you pick two numbers just to make it a little bit more difficult, and I will take those two teams out. Because I think this one's quite easy. So pick two numbers between one, one and nine. One, one and nine. You've taken out one and nine. Okay. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> I don't know how much easier or more difficult that's made it, but okay. So, um first club is blank. Second club is Tottenham Hotspur. Third is Lazio. Fourth is Rangers. Then you've got Middlesbrough, Everton, Burnley, Gansu, Tianma, and then the final team, which will remain nameless. Do you want me to run through those
0: again? No, no. It's the, uh, it's the Tottenham, Lazio, Rangers thing that I want to believe that this is Paul Gascoigne, but I don't yeah. remember him playing for any of the other teams <laughs> you just said. It's Paul, it Gaspard, is Paul isn't Gascoigne, I? yeah, yeah, yeah. It I is Paul Gascoigne. Just, yeah, the Tottenham, Lazio, Rangers thing. Just yeah, but the other teams slightly threw me a bit because when you said Tottenham, Lazio, and Rangers, I thought this is definitely Paul Gascoigne. Then you you kept going. I was like, wait. Yeah. <laughs> So what
1: what teams have I missed? I'll give you an extra point if you can get both of them. So what's his first team?
0: So, yeah, so the first team (coughs) would be Newcastle. Yeah, correct. Oh, bloody hell, last, I don't know where he ended up. It's It's a little bit
1: more tricky. He
0: only played four
1: games. Any idea?
0: Not a clue.
1: He played four games in 2004 for Boston United.
0: Never got that.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, which is why you, you could. Have, to be fair, you probably could have cut out. I mean, you played six games for Burnley in two thousand and two, four games for Gansu Tianma. I can only imagine they're um, playing in a country that I do no I know. Gansu, mean, China or Thailand? Probably, yeah, yeah, no. Like um, yeah, he played four games for them in two thousand and three, and then four games for Boston in two thousand and four. Um, He played 32 games for Everton, scoring one goal. 41 for Middlesbrough, scoring four goals. Yeah, good. Rangers, yeah, good. Yeah, his his best, best time, obviously, Newcastle and Spurs. He played 92 games for both of them. 21 goals for Newcastle, 19 for Spurs, 43 games for Lazio and only six goals, but 74 games for Rangers, 30 goals. Probably
0: bad, but what's t- that
1: like? One in four, one one goal in every four games. That's not too bad. It's not bad for him if. I mean, he he took a mean set piece, didn't he? Especially in his early days. I, I always remember that um, the free kick. Well, I don't. Remember because I don't think I was alive when he scored it. But the free kick for Spurs in the FA Cup semi final, um, but yeah, 83 goals in total, 388
0: games. I was just not reading there. that he was manager of Kettering Town in 2005. He was,
1: he was. not <laughs> very long. yeah.
0: Oh, he had
1: a varied career.
0: All oh, right, so his personal is ended. Of his coaching career and he is not quite in the football um, all right. it seemed like he was working at Kettering Town but he ended up getting sectioned so uh. yeah he yeah he, he hasn't done anything in football has he since then
1: no no I, mean, I think obviously he's yeah. demons. so um, but yeah obviously great player for England as well but I thought he scored a few more actually, 10 goals in 57 games but he was—he obviously meant a lot more to England I think than just his goals so um, yeah, uh, England legend He played 57
0: games it says there for England which is pretty damn good
1: Yeah, it's not bad
0: Right, well that's it for this week and the start of the new series uh, Anything else, Liam? Nothing from me I'm just to say, watch Harry Maguire score for England. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. 90th minute. 90th got. minute winner against yeah, Scotland. Yeah, yeah. Gareth Southgate just, uh, just pulls, up his, pulls off his suit. He's got a t shirt saying that's why he picked him or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Alright, mate. Alright. So we will be back again next week.